Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of the Paddle and Foil show. If you're watching us, hello. If you're listening to us on podcast, I'm here myself, Ruben. I'm here with Bo and Will to give you some of the best industry news in stuff we've been up to over the last month and answer some phenomenally good questions from our amazing Supboarder Pro readers um, of the technique and kits they've been speaking about as well. What's Supboarder Pro, Will? Well, Supboarder Pro is the subscription side of Supboarder that gives you access to loads more content, including our um, head-to-head tests, but also support from us as well as other Supboarder experts um, yeah. like Lucy, Beth, those other people. Really. Loads, of, loads of testers. Um, so yeah, if you want to support the magazine, but also get access to more content and get solid, independent, non-biased information from us, we're here to help. We're here to help, definitely. Yeah, you can sign up for a monthly fee for less than a beer, or you can sign up for a full year. And after that, then maybe I can get a jumper and I realise I'm quite cold today because you yeah. guys are in jumpers and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, we need a few so more subscribers because <laughs> we can't turn the heating on. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, right, so in this episode, we're going to be speaking about loads of cool stuff. We're going to talk about our, what we've been up as a team, the latest stuff we've been testing, because that's been very interesting, and reviewing. Um, what should we start with? Let's start with the stuff we usually start with, which is looking a bit at the industry news. Yeah, why not? What's been going on over the last few months, because it has been a while since we did the last Paddle of War show, to be honest. We've been very busy. Yeah, mid-July, mid it's been a busy busy summer, hasn't it, really? Very busy summer. Um, pumping out a lot of content. Um, yeah, what have we been doing? There's a lot of gear available at the moment mm. in the SUP, the foil, the surf, the mountain bike, everything. There's loads of gear available on the market at the moment, which means there's loads of good deals out there at the moment. Obviously, there's, there's pros to that and cons to that. I know from a big con, there's a lot of inflatable paddleboards sitting in warehouses in various countries around the world, around the world that need to be sold, uh, which isn't a great thing. But as I said, great deals on the market. So if you are shopping and looking for gear, Good time to be a buyer's market, even the second-hand market. Yeah, you know. So absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the gear, is there? I mean, what, what's the reason why there's loads of gear? It's just because, well, we all know COVID. Everybody was mad keen on leisure. Factories were like, okay, we need to make more, 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 more. And then suddenly we started realizing maybe we need to hold back and not spend as much, and maybe we've got to go back to work. Yeah. So uh, we haven't got as so much time to play, and there's just kept on making that manufacturing and the shipping. There's various little things that came in in there. But. Yeah, bit of a hangover from COVID, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great for the consumers because there's lots of choice out there. Mm. Well, and premium brands too, like top quality yeah. brands. There's yeah. some great, great deals. Yeah, yeah we're seeing Red Paddle Co. Starboard's being discounted, aren't we? Yeah. Um, not because there's anything wrong with them. Not because they've wrong got to sell them. Yeah, it does mean the second-hand market comes down as well. But anyway, so there's lots of good. So good thing for you, especially, I think, for the, the winging with foiling market, a lot of people getting into it. There's a lot of good stuff that's available at a reasonable price. Um, when we first started, it was you know you bought something which was highly, you know, top end premium price point, and it wasn't actually half as good as the basic stuff right now, was it? Yeah. It was so much easier to to get yourself into the sport. So that's a great side of looking at that. Um, that has led us on to not many brands doing. Actually, let's take this away from the foiling market. With the sub market, not many brands doing as much R&D and development into the more mainstream inflatable SUP market, should we say, as in not as many people doing as much R&D this year. Yeah, from what I understand, the um, because of the drop off in demand, um, say at manufacturers of drop stitch material, there's because there's not so much demand, they've not 
really invested in developing those products more. So we've certainly seen a bit of a stagnation in materials, mm. um, which has been interesting um, just because there's not so much demand, there's not so many factories making stuff. Um, and I think naturally that sees a, a little bit of a drop off in innovation we see at consumer level. Mm. Yeah, so they're still, they're still doing it. I know there's brands going to go, we've been working hard, we've been working hard, but yeah. it's a lot, a lot, it's not just about physical board shapes that are coming out. There's yeah. so much, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been doing quite a lot of chatting to brands um, as we kind of work on what we're doing for, for next year, for 2024 season. And yeah. some of the key things I'm getting is that brands have spent a year, a slower year on sales, uh, but they've had the time therefore to put into refining some of their processes, looking at their product development cycles, reshaping their teams, improving customer service sort of mm. problems that they might have had in the big boom. So I think I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that we'll see some improvements in things in 2024 and through to 2025 as, as brands kind of get their ducks in a row, mm, that's which, which could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But there is some products going. Hence, uh, we're sitting on you two are sitting on one right there. Actually, we'll yes. speak about it in a minute. Very solid seat, isn't it? A very solid there seat. It's not a very bad seat at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're sitting on an ice up. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, we'll speak about that in a minute. But yeah, there's so there is some developments going on, but it's not as much. But the foiler market, I still think they're full gun ho, foot down. Yeah, I mean, develop, develop, develop. You don't want that. That's rubbish. You want this. No, that's what did I say? That that's last year's news. That's last week's news. I want to be on this. Design is going oh. so quickly in that area that it's really hard to keep up. I was at um, a foiling competition a few weeks ago and I was joking with people about how we couldn't really keep up with the developments. And they were like, well, you know, I was speaking to a shop owner and they said, well, you know, if you guys can't keep up, well, we're all doomed. And that's true, isn't it? It mm. is moving very, very rapidly. Yeah. Um, from a consumer point of view, that's hard to keep up with. Really mm. hard to keep it doesn't up. need to go as quick as that. No, it's just, everyone's just trying to better, better the other products. And... Exactly, exactly. You don't want to be seen to be not sort of innovating in the industry, especially the foiling market. But um, uh, a lot of these designs, um, you know, beneficial for improving their products, or are some of them kind of flops? Good question. Yeah, I think I think we're winging came along, and all wings were the same, and now you're starting to see wings for different disciplines. And there's different design characteristics that are popping in and people are experimenting with different things and there's trends coming in as well and yeah so I, and, and incredibly three-dimensional complicated sport with foils and how much complexity is there and you yeah you know people the disciplines in foiling have just gone boom mm. and everyone's sort of scurrying around trying to create great products for those and that's why it's moving so quickly. Yeah, mm. I think I think from my point to answer your question, but I would say that it's been better developments for better level of riders, right. higher level riders. Right. I think yeah. sometimes the beginners, the first entry, not all the brands, but some of them are definitely missed out, and they're like, oh well, that's old now. We'll, we'll, we want to focus on jumping high and multiple rotations, and yeah, because that's what gets the magazine shot. I'm not going to say it does, but generally it does yeah. get the whoa, look at that. <laughs> yeah. So. But, yeah, it would yeah. be nice to see a bit more focus on sort of that beginner level. Yeah. It? But I mean, okay, it will filter down. It's like F1 car, your tyres will be on, not the same tyres, but that same technology does come down and come into your road car eventually. So, okay, then we'll also keep it on interesting news. Before we move off this, talk about more about this board you're sitting on and what else have you been chatting about in the industry at the moment? What have you been, who have you been chatting to? Yeah, well, this is pretty cool. Um, it's come from uh, the States, um, Isle uh, paddleboarding. Um, yeah. 
think they're pretty popular out there. We don't see a lot in Europe. They focus on the American market, but I think they're going to focus on the European market going forward. Um, we obviously reach people all over the world, so um, some of you may be more familiar with this brand. But what's really exciting about this is that it's one of the most exciting innovations in ISAP construction that I've seen for a while. Mm. Um, it's using a stiffening system called Infinity Fibre. Sounds good. Um, which is along the rails and the top and bottom on, the, on the bottom and the top of the board. Yeah. Um, and it, it is noticeably pretty stiff. We yeah. haven't paddled it yet, but we put it on a, a deflection test and it, yeah. it's stiff, isn't it? Mm, so just for stiff. your podcast, podcast listeners, they're sat on a paddle board. Um, it's quite a big board, actually. Is it 12 six? 14 by so, 31. Where did you find that out? On the bottom of the board. Ah, <laughs> you know, I was looking for that earlier. I didn't look that hard. Six inches thick. Yeah, it's, it is a big board, but it does look, and when you're sitting on it, very, very stiff. Mm. And it looks pretty cool. The, it just looks tough. It's like, it looks like it a, does. it looks like fiber, like real fiber. It actually looks a bit like pre-preg unidirectional fiber stuck onto the board. And I think it's there's some- thick. It's thick. Though. It's thick. But the board overall isn't super heavy. I think it's called no. the Pro AirTech Pro construction. So, because yeah. I said, "Oh, this is going to be heavy," but actually, it's not that heavy. No, no. Um, and I think there's some quirks about how you have to fold it up or roll. You can't roll it; you have to fold yeah. it. And you have to make sure you get all the air out. Otherwise, that fiber literally just doesn't bend. So yeah. you have to collapse it in the right way. But really exciting, and I think we're going to have a little paddle on it. Um, yeah. Do a little pro piece on it. Yeah. Um, because it would be really cool to shout about such a great innovation. Yeah, and obviously, all these types of innovation. If you're not a paddler, a supper, you're a foiler, they've all probably come into the foiling inflatable market. Yeah. Um, so it's all sort of connected. Yeah. What I really was... intrigued me was that you only inflated it to 15 yeah, psi. This is, yeah. This and is it's me. super, super stiff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recommended, I think, 13 to 17, but it doesn't mm. take a very high PSI pressure. So that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty Good neat. Quality. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, for the, for the benefit of the people watching it on video, we'll put some clips, um, yeah. close up clips over this. Yeah. And it does make a good seat. Yeah. Uh, what else have you been uh, rummaging around for? Um, well, we do, we do quite a lot of work with Aquamarina. Yep. And one of the cool things I learned was that Aquamarina have a new UK distributor. Right. Um, and I thought that was quite significant because Aquamarina have been one of these brands that you've seen heavily discounted in the UK and other parts of Europe, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, We've, done, we've seen Aquamarina for 10 years probably, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Seen how they've developed and the quality of the product has really improved, particularly mm -hmm. in 2023. Um, and one, I spoke with a new distributor and they were very, very keen to um, change the image of the brand in terms of it's not a discount brand. We want to work with shops and develop the trust in shops because we want, we want a retail mm. network. Mm. Traditionally, not a brand that's had a retail no. network. It's kind of been direct sell from distributor to consumer, um, which has resulted in lots of discounts. Mm. Yeah. So that's cool to see a brand like Aquamarina yeah. just kind of improving how they do things to become a bit more sustainable, um, gain some trust of the wider paddleboarding community. Mm. Yeah, they do li They do listen to us as well, you know, the reviews and stuff. Yeah. We've said, I've said negative, quite negative stuff in the past about their products, but they just listen to it and change it. Yeah. Which is quite nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just take it on the chin and go forward. But yeah. Yeah. So that's good. 
Um, what else? I can see something next to you. I've seen before Oscar Propulsion, I'm going to say. Oscar Propulsion, yeah. Now, this there's a, there's a cool little pro video that we did where we, where I tested this, didn't I? Yeah. Um, and some of our other testers, Johnny. And this is um, for the podcasters. Yeah, sorry. This is a, um, a paddle with holes in it. What? A normal paddle <laughs> that they have slits. put slits in it. And the, the reason behind why this works um, is sort of beyond my intelligence. Really. <laughs> but it. No, you can work it, that out. It, it, there, there, is some, there is some really cool science behind it. Go and geek out on their website if you want to. But um, it's kind of tried and tested in rowing. And the idea is that it reduces the strain on the body at the point of catch, which is some, one of the parts that affects your, you know, it's injury prevention really, yeah. but also allows people to paddle for longer with less load on their shoulders. Um, definitely works. I don't think it reduces the amount of power that you have. It just feels like it's less powerful. Um, and we've, you know, a lot of people have tested now this now. I think what they've done is launch an Indiegogo campaign, which is like a crowdfunding campaign, okay. um, to give people the opportunity to buy a paddle, um, a slitted paddle or a cut paddle, however they want to call it, um, that I believe is made by Ainsworth. Okay. Um, I might have to confirm that, um, which is a UK manufacturer <coughs> of paddles, been around for a long time. Um, so you can buy you can buy a, a Oscar Propulsion cut paddle. Um, I think there's a sort of limited limited supply of them, That'd so that's cool. cool. And I think I would really be quite excited if this was taken further. And if you designed a paddle to be cut from concept point rather than retrofit okay, cuts yeah. to it, I think you might see a very different style. Yeah, of so paddle. at the moment, it's taken and you put it on any paddle almost. Yeah, yeah. This and, this and paddle we've tried I'm it. We've here. seen it on lemurs and we've seen it on other things. Yeah. And some of them haven't worked as well because they've been too thin or. Yeah, 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 and I think so. they've refined the way that they do the cuts. Um, uh, yeah, um, but everyone who tries it says, or you know, seems to say that it definitely does work. Um, yeah, and I think it's just an, it's again, it's it, one of those cool innovations that would be really nice to see. And that's I, it's, it's penny dropped. Um, downwind subfoiling. Will yeah. that would that help? Yeah, yeah, because anyway, yeah, yeah, I've been doing a bit of downwind subfoiling, and it absolutely destroys my shoulders because I'm paddling yeah. so hard. Yeah, so it's interesting. That is another thing that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a really cool innovation um, that I think could help people uh, enjoy paddleboarding. Cool, cool. Um, and what else is on the here, Bo? You've got something on your side. I do have something on my things. side. So we've been sent a sup haul from Just Sup UK. Um, the sup haul is a I guess it's like a a rope kind of thing that you attach to your board, and it makes it easy for you to climb back up on which is yes. really, really handy. So I think it's like one of the first designed kind specific. of specific self-rescue yeah, yeah. um, devices uh, for SUP, which is And which if, is if some of you are going, why do you need that? We did yeah. a, You did a video on this yeah. and actually got a lot of interest. Some people can't climb back on their in, generally inflatable paddleboard and also generally being six inches thick. So they're quite hard to climb back on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. and I, we are... Uh, we kind of just oh, yeah. got a rope and tied it to the, the yeah. center carry handle um, and used it as kind of like a, yeah, I guess like a little like bit a of a... Leg up. Like a leg up, yeah, to kind of get back up on the board. Um, but this sup hole takes it to, you know, a new level really. So mm -hmm. you actually need to have a, a D-ring on the nose of your board underneath. You connect it to that. It goes down the full length of your board um, down toward the tail and you actually get up from on the tail of the board. 
Yeah, it kind okay. of it creates a little stirrup, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to be a bit careful because it, it's a bit of an entrapment, um, entanglement. I'm thing. sure there'll be some people that will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, use I think your it, common sense of when you use it, you know, moving yeah. water and all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah. yeah. But I'm, the video that uh, you did on how to get back onto your SUP was one of our most watched videos um, in a very short amount of time. So yeah. um, definitely a place for that in the market. So yeah. it's called SUP Ball by Just SUP. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Help people, you know, struggle to get back on or, you yeah. know, wearing a PFD makes it really hard as well to get back on. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If you do struggle to get back on, check them out. Yeah. Very, yeah. very. It's amazing that doing a video like that, we think, oh, yeah, there's some, some people to find this useful. And yeah. then you do it and think, wow, there's quite a lot of people that find it useful. Yes. Okay. We, you know, a lot of people don't. There's so many questions that people don't want to ask because they're like, oh, it's a stupid question. Or I can't ask that. Or they're going to laugh at me. And it's so you realize actually there's so much. With all these disciplines, isn't there? Yeah, things that um, need to be addressed. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. Uh, what else have you got? That's probably on the far different end of the spectrum compared to a softball. Very technical. <laughs> Very technical. And you've been using this, uh, and we've got a full review this of this coming out soon. Yes, this is the Quabba Shifter Center Fin. So uh, it is a fin that you can slide. <laughs> <Not a> nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get it right in my head because it's like there's so much to it. That's that, that, that explains it is a fin it's a thruster fin it's a twelve in, 12 centimeter yeah and um, before but, before before you go on the slide a bit okay. what's the quabba bit because that that's just in case you haven't seen quabba. so quabba is an uh australian fin company that has yeah. revolutionized fin design basically extra big pin because aussie on aussie <laughs> here, we go. here we go yeah uh, but they're basically uh created a fin that gives you more stability more hold uh and more speed yeah um, and that's through uh, venting systems underneath the, the base of the fin, through a caudal keel uh, on the side of the fin as well. Um, and there's a lot going on with the, the proper fin. proper cool. If they are listen, proper if cool. If you're listening in, it it looks techy, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it is um, very looks, techy. Uh, very well refined, yeah. but it's much more than just a fin. That's right. And then the new shifter fin that they've brought out actually allows you to move the center fin forward and back when you're surfing, basically. Yeah. So finish a wave. Oh no, I don't. Like oh, you have that to get off your board. You can't <laughs> you do it get when you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> can't press the button. Not on that <laughs> stage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, there's like the the actual um, the keel. It actually flips up. That is neat. So you just turn there, your board over it... in the water, slip it up, and then you can ro slide your fin forward and back in the fin, oh! and then and it falls fell out. Up, and then you lose your expensive fin. <laughs> no. No, but you've been testing that, and it's been working well, isn't it? I have been. It's been working really well, actually. And you do notice such a difference in it too. Um, it's got four uh, different points where you can move it to, um, and then you kind of just set it back into place. And it, yeah. I guess it's, it's not amazing. for all um, sup, sur sup surfers because you it, it work on a FCX FCS box. Yes, you know, FCS box. Yeah, or or a futures. Yeah. Um, they have different uh, adapters for the yeah. boxes. Uh, but yeah, if you have a US center fin box, it basically, basically works as a US center fin box yeah. in a fin in a fixed fin box. Yeah. yeah, which some brands do have, don't yeah, they? Like yeah, like Sonova, yeah, JP, um, Fanatic also yeah. have yeah. in their surf ups. Yeah. Um, and then any customs as well, you might yeah. find that you have those fixed fins in there. So um, yeah, I thought it was a really cool product. It's nicely finished off. That's it is, yeah, yeah, like. exactly. There's a lot of, you know, R&D's went into yeah. that. Yeah, and when I speak to these guys, they are so passionate about it. Like, they love it. They yeah. absolutely love it. And um, I, that's, yeah, that's they're cool. doing some really cool stuff. They really are, yeah. And uh, yeah, they do work as well. They're not just a gimmick. Yeah. 
and we yeah we found that even at a lower level actually not you know not your levels though but you know a bit lower even longboarding hold speed you do notice a difference it does seem to make a difference on what board you're on actually what i found it does well i think it does definitely i mean board design yeah. comes into it too. yeah yeah um but if you use a board you know really well mm. and a thin set and then you put them on you will notice a difference yes mm. that's what i mean it's almost like it's the same with everything, I suppose. But yeah. yes, if you want to know any more about them, it's, you've done a full review on Supporter Pro, haven't you? You've done a quick look on Supporter, so there's yeah. content for people to look at. And then there's that video that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The there's three. Up, yeah. There's quite a few videos of Quabba. Yeah. Yep. Stuff. Um, but that is a cool bit of techie stuff. Isn't mm. it? Yeah. Right, chaps. Shall we move on? Yes. Shall we move on to what we've been doing over the last mm. couple months? Yeah. Um. All right, as it's all about me, I'll talk about me. <laughs> as I'm first on the list, uh, I've been paddling with Aidan Nicholas. Oh, who are Aussie, mate? I mean, Aussie, Kiwi. Oh, 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 no. Oh, that's almost as worse as getting into the Pavlova argument. <laughs> Crowded house or whatever. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> what are you on about? Oh, they always claim one of them is the other, you know. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may, it's not one to just brush over, Will. <laughs> Anyway, Aidan Nickus, um, Takapuna boy, North 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 Island um, in Auckland. Yeah, he came down with Armstrong, Tris Best from Armstrong UK, brought him over, and they taught me to pop up downwind sub foil. What is the right term for that? It's flat water flat pop water. up down flat water paddle up foiling. Flat water paddle up foiling. <laughs> it's not pump foiling, is it? It's because when that, you're up, that would be dock starting. But yeah, it's I yeah well, like. Well, I think it goes on to your, what you're going to talk about. Yeah. Like, why on earth would you do that? Yeah, yeah. It's quite, actually, this is quite funny because I remember Tris was like, how do you want to do the video? Do you, like, do you want to do an intro at the beginning? And I was like, I was thinking exactly that. What the hell do I call it? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just, flat water, you're just... paddle up, suck foiling. So this is using a longer board. This is using a longer and a board and a paddle and a foil and paddling up on, I had it mirror, well, yeah, yeah, it was flat. No wind, yeah, yeah. very, very little tide. Aidan Nicholas is a, Exceptionally good foiler from all types of foiling, sup foiling, pump foiling, dock, you know, winging the whole lot. Um, so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> you know, twenty-four. Anyway, super, super nice guy. Um, great instructor. So I managed to film that session. Um, off, off. We were just on a boat on a on a mooring, and yeah, I managed to paddle up on my well, almost my first go. I did initiate the foil. Just like it's in, you've initiated, but, but I couldn't get the repetition. But after the tenth, you know, tenth go, it was like okay, committed. Yeah. So, but that was on like it's like somebody coming down and saying, right, here's one of the world's best riders. Here's some of the world's best gear. I've set it up the best. This is how you do it the best. You know, I've really got much excuse not to do it. Really, it was like perfect. Everything was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very, very interesting to, to do that new side of the sport. The big thing for me though, um, and I spoke about this on a video that I've made as well, is that how paddleboarding obviously is allowed me to do that. Good paddle skills, being able to paddle in a straight line, a small board, and put the power down, keep going in a straight line, I think is the real, the biggest part of the jigsaw, I think. Yeah. But, but why would you want to do it? Why would you just want to? Go in a straight line, paddle up onto a foil. What's what's that, the bigger picture? That's the question that somebody else I was going to speak about later on the YouTube. Somebody oh. actually wrote the thing of what's the point in doing this? <laughs> and I was going to answer back, and I was like, actually, yeah, what is the point in doing this? Um, <laughs> yeah, when you look at it on the flat water like that, you know, I was only managing to do like, because my fitness probably five or six 
you know, 30 seconds of pumping, go around a circle. Um, it's going to be a tricky, I'm not just going to paddle and pump round my estuary for a half an hour because I'm going to be, unless I'm... You might as well pump foil. I might as well pump foil, but I haven't got a dock. But mm. anyway, the, but the reason is, is it gives you so... You can practice mm. on flat water and then, which me and Will about will we speak about in a minute, we started going into estuaries and downwinding with it in small bumps. And if you can paddle up then, and then you don't need to pump and you have got more, you know, effort to keep you on that foil, whether it's a wave or wind on your back, that suddenly transforms piece of the puzzle. It's a down, piece of the puzzle, isn't it? Down yeah. foiling. Yeah. And um pretty amazing experience, but I'm really definitely a solid sup. You know, I know a lot of the proners are like coming into it and now they're learning to sup, aren't they? Like, yeah, I better try this. It's like, oh, it's quite hard. It's like, yeah, well, mm. all the suppers out there that can sup and definitely paddle like you both, paddling surf sups and stuff, you'll be able to transition onto that a lot easier, I think. Because the foils actually, like Will said earlier, they're easy to use. They're much bigger, mm -hmm. much more stable. Mm -hmm. um, so really interesting. So thanks again to Armstrong, Chris and Aidan for coming down to help me play with that. I think that was a lot of fun. And... You were doing something similar, but on your own. Yeah. Off well, of that, actually. So I've got so two videos out. There's one on Subwater Pro, which has got bonus sections of Aiden stuff. Hits it up and Hits stuff. It up. Like, and there's also stuff. the YouTube one that you probably watched already if you're watching this or if not, check it out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Will, about a week later, you had to. I picked up the Ace Foil, which is Starboard's downwind board. Yeah. And I was like, Ruben did it. I'm going to do it. So I stole <laughs> all of the insight in the videos and I gave it a go without any instruction at all. But that's, that's, that's second-hand instruction, that is. I must say, I, what I learned from that video was absolutely critical for me to be able to do it on my own mm. um, because I just I watched it, and I, I even watched it in the car before I went on the water and <laughs> made, made, made the video that is on Subwater Pro yeah. about my first experience doing it. Um, yeah, and it's cool. And I'm, I, it's got me really into it, to be honest, because yeah. we're, we're doing... You've been doing it a lot, actually, haven't you, the last couple of weeks? Yeah, we, yeah and I've, I've started to um, really think about how I can put all those pieces of the puzzle together to be able to downwind foil. And like downwind foiling is seriously hard, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone would say it's not hard. Yeah. Um, but what it's given me a little bit more enthusiasm and drive to do all the other disciplines in foiling again, because they all allow you to develop a technique that's going to be funneling into that downwind foiling, mm -hmm. like golden thing. Because it's like, I, I sort of at the moment, chalice, I, yeah. like I just imagine like cruising downwind, doing downwinder, like on an, in some wind swell or down an estuary and just cruising and then like some dolphins pop up and <laughs> you're just cruising and you can, like people, people do have done like, like yeah. hundreds of kilometers in one go. Mm. And I just think it would be really cool just purely harnessing that energy, but it's really, really hard. Mm. And I've had some really low moments when I'm out there in some crazy swell. And I feel like I'm going to be sick because I've been paddling so hard. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that was a couple of Just like head down on the yeah. board like this is gr so grim. Um, but that's why I, I quite like that type of crazy challenge. So I've actually been doing some winging to because um, it kind of accelerates me to get yeah. into onto the swell and then really focusing on how I can park that wing and purely focus on the energy in the, in the water, which is probably what I haven't done before. So... Mm. And um, so I think then it's just putting all those pieces together. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I think for people in the real world that haven't got 100 kilometer runs, yeah. like being able to go down an estuary, yeah, yeah. it's super safe. 
because yeah. there's banks either sides. It's yeah. very accessible because you can get to anywhere. And that's the sort of stuff 95% of the people I think will be doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier because you've got one direction of chop, which is basically going down the river. Yeah. Instead of just tide chop, side chop, backwash. Yeah. Um, I, I, say, I say it's really hard. I think to get that full on ocean downwinder, really, really hard. Yeah. But, you know, I think I said to you after we had the session where we did some downwinding in an estuary. Yeah. Oh, it's probably easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Because if you take the right steps and you don't put yourself in crazy situations, um, you, you can link it up. But it's mm. it's it's harder to achieve, isn't it? Because mm. you've got to think a bit about your logistics, whether you need a boat or a jet ski or, you know. Yeah. But it's, it, it is possible. It is possible. And also you've got to think about what everybody else thinks of you. As in the public on the on the... Yeah. on the beach, on the cliff path. I remember yeah, no, that's the thing I worry about. Yeah, that's the stuff that, that the whole, especially the, in England, you know, Maori and Hawaii, they used to seeing people do crazy stuff, but apparently we're not allowed to exist in this country. Yes, people. Yeah. You should be in the pub watching football. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, because there was a time, which leads on to what else I've been doing. So me and Lucy were doing starboard race board testing, um, not testing, reviewing, riding over the last couple of months. So while we were out riding the starboard Gen R and stuff at All Star in some downwind, like chop, pretty horrible, nasty conditions. Will was out subfoiling for the first downwind subfoiling on the starboard ace foil for the first time, looking like he's going to throw up. And I'm paddling. You're right, <laughs> <laughs> but you did it. Not because I was seasick. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Physically, physically, knackered. just yeah, like um, I, I wouldn't say um, what's the right word? Physic cardio. Fit? Like, I'm not very <laughs> fit physically. Like I, I'm, I don't really like going for a run or doing anything that no. raises my heart rate too much yeah um but you do have to raise your heart rate yeah but you did you did you did actually oh, I, was like, I was like oh my word he's actually up yeah i mean the, the s when, when you got into smaller bumps wind bumps that was so much easier than yeah trying to do it um out in sort of head high swell yeah <laughs> just in some random but it, random yeah. but it was achievable it is achievable it's gonna be really interesting to see where it goes in the sport yeah. mm. and it doesn't link up so many other disciplines like the wing foiling yeah yeah flat water pump up the sups are Foiling, because um, we're doing so. We've got a full review of the starboard ace foil coming out, and we've tested them in all the disciplines. Yeah, so you're doing so flat water paddle ups, yeah. winging, sub surfing, and downwinding. You yeah. covered it all. So, um, yeah, it's a like sort of a bit of a quiver killer. Yeah, mm. it would be the one board that I'd have actually. I'm not saying just the starboard, I'm saying that type of board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and there is definitely big differences between something like Starboard and something like an Armstrong. Having used both, for me now, I was like, wow. No, they're both good, but they both have different, um, how can I say, one is more of a paddler's board and the other is more of a pumper's board, I think, to yeah. get up. And I think we should possibly do, let us know, a full Subboard Pro test mm. on these type of boards. Yeah, because the two we've seen already have been so, so yeah. different. There's probably something to talk about. Isn't yeah. There? And so if you want to see a Subwood Pro test on the quiver killer of foil boards, let's say the downwind shape boards, yeah, let us know what board you want in it for a start, because there's quite yeah. a lot out there. Put some put, shout, shout, shout out. I think no more than how many can we do? Oh, no more than ten. Yeah, no, no more than ten. It gets pretty. Anyway, let us know if you're interested in that. I, I know people are going to be interested in that. I'm interested in that. Yeah. And it's sort of board you should have, Bo. Actually. Yeah. It would be great for you. I'd for love your... to be involved as a beginner. Yeah, well, you're one of these beginners that gets on, and actually, you suddenly jump up. You well, missed the beginner, but you're intermediate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see. Actually, we but. should film Bo on his first one to see how that works because you've you have sub surf foiled yeah. once, once, which you managed to do, going straight, much to my annoyance. <laughs> 
and you've done winging a few times. Yeah, yeah. But that was learning about wind, and you haven't done any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to maybe we should vlog Bo's one. Yeah. Coming from a, a good paddler yeah. point of view. Look out for that video soon. Look out for that video <laughs> soon. So what have yeah. um what else? What have you two been up to, Bo? What have you been up to? Uh, what haven't you been, been up to? to? Yeah, that's very true. I've been traveling a lot recently. Yeah. Quite a lot. Um. And one of those travels was to France for the ISA World Sup yes. Paddleboard Championships, which was amazing. Yeah. So cool to be a part of. I was there commentating at the mm -hmm. event. So did the sup surfing and the racing uh, and the paddle prone paddleboarding as well. It was unbelievable to be like part of that atmosphere again. And I used to compete, but haven't been in a competition for a long time. Um, and it was cool to see, you know, old faces and yeah. meet new people and things like that. Um, really cool to see the UK contingent going over there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, having spent, you know, some time with Blue Ewer, doing some videos with him. Um, you can check out all those on SUP4 as well. Yeah. Um, about drafting and, and SUP racing, getting into racing. Um, yeah, he was there and, uh, and SUP surfing as well was, was fantastic. The watch had some fin amazing waves, like phenomenal waves, waves for the yeah. event. Yeah, waves were really good, which is good because everyone was happy that they had waves for a, yeah. a surf event, which is great. And then, you know, as the week progressed on, it transitioned into, you know, calmer waters for the racing, which was, which was perfect. What do you think of the general level of everybody now compared to like, you know, if you look back 10 years, what is, is the sub surfing, is it higher or the smaller board, smaller boards? What's sort of, what's your feelings with all that? Um, I, I definitely think that the level has gone up a lot. They're still the same names, but yeah. they've just like improved, 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 gotten much better. The winner of the, the sub surf in the men's, um, Max Torres, he's a young kid from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, quite a, not a new name on the block, but he'd made kind of waves last year at the event in, in Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. where he was doing some crazy turns and, and surfing. Um, but then Benoit Carpentier was there. Yeah, he's still... Kai Bates and Wes Fry from Australia. Aussies! So Kai Bates is back. <laughs> he's back. Yeah, he's not, yeah. not gone anywhere, but I mean, you know, he was fully in... Is he, is he, who's he sponsored by now? Smick. He's on Smick. Oh, yes. Yes. He's off Fanatic. Yeah, off Fanatic. Good, yeah, yeah. good move on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so full, full Smick setup then. So yeah, West full Fry. Smick. Fry and Kai Bates, both on Hipster Twins yeah. in the final. Wow. What yeah. sizes were they were? Oh, you know? No, I don't know, but it's probably like seven foot by 23. 23, okay. Yeah, very small boards. I know. Uh, were they all on top? Like, yeah, super small. Benoit. Super small. Benoit was on a spice, very yeah. a small spice, probably the 6'9. Yeah. Um, Do you think it was a spice or was it a. He, he rode a pro Yeah. Um, the first day, and then the waves got a bit smaller, so he switched to a spice. Mm. Yeah, I think these spices they change when they get smaller, don't they? Yeah. Definitely. Well, all, they do, all yeah. All boards really, do, but, yeah. Exactly. But, um, but then, yeah. And then the racing was was amazing to watch as well. That was really... The technical um, was in and out through the waves, the technical race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I imagine I didn't get to watch any of the, the, high, the footage and the live feeds and stuff, but I remember the one where you had Jamie Mitchell and Casper coming in in the technical race. That's like the, and like, they were surfing in. And... Um, they, they were like they both knew that it was going to be the how they got off and ran up the beach to finish the race who was going to win and they just kind of did like a, a high five on the way do you that's remember right that? yeah, 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 yeah yeah i was i was uh, there on the beach watching that actually oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. where was that i was in lima in peru yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was 2013. yeah wow yeah. crazy uh, yeah crazy and uh yeah that but they yeah they high-fived each other basically yeah. or like yeah, shook yeah. hands on the wave as they came in and it was a sprint up to the finish line yeah, and did he trip? Did he trip? yeah, exactly. Jamie Mitchell jumped off like a second too early, half a second too early, and just hit the little bank, oh. and he fell over. And Casper got ahead of him. But it was, Casper was yeah. there. Casper was there. He was commentating, commentating as well. Yeah, cool. yeah. So that yeah. was great. Here is his insights for the racing. 
yeah. um, which is amazing. And you can catch up with all those replays and stuff yeah. online. And... Uh, no, it's pretty good, like you said, the event to get there to score that. Yeah. Surf. Obviously, you can get the racing and everything, but surf is yeah. the one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's right. what the sport needs, those good good events, the high-profile stuff, good mm -hmm. conditions to yeah. give those athletes a good a good competition. Yeah. So, yeah, fantastic. Of interest, was there any longboards there? I didn't longboard surf. surf. So, was there any people surfing no, longboards? No, no, there weren't. Uh, I feel like there might be something happening. In separate in disciplines, huge, sort of like. In, like, a longboard yeah, discipline, yeah, yeah. Um, possibly. I know it's, like, you know, it's been included so much more, like, mm. in Australia and internationally as well. Yeah. APP is introducing that. Yeah. Uh, longboard one this year. Surely you must get um, twitchy when you're if you're competing yeah, in a longboard right. event. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> so when no, you start uh, down and great, yeah, the turn's yeah. good, but I could have done it better. <laughs> I was allowed to compete. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, just uh, quickly, uh, another event that's just recently completed was the Pan Am Games, Pan American yeah. Games, the Sup uh -huh. Surf. Just quickly, the Sup Surfing was held in like massive, massive waves at like the big waves. I saw a few Zane's things. photos, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Proper big, like four or five times overhead big. That's wow. how we do it. The pan. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was that's like that's a real surf event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what thing before we go on to another thing you've been up to, Bo. Oh yeah. You did a um, collaboration. We did a travel paddle and surf or a surf clinic, didn't you? We did. That's that, right. That was before. That was a week before. That you was week, yeah, yeah. That was the. No, week, that was, that was a week the, after you came back from. That was the day before I left. Oh right, <laughs> no, no, that was the day I left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it was um, yeah, back to back. But yeah, we did the yeah Sup Surf Clinic, which was awesome. North Coast Cornwall. Yeah. Um, had some great waves. Yeah, Will, yeah. you were there. We caught up in the surf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw you. Yeah, yeah. It was cool, yeah. and everyone was really stoked on it. Yeah, really stoked. So everyone was super happy. Um, great waves. Everyone walked away learning a lot about their surfing and where to improve and what areas can they can work on. So. Good. You didn't have such a good day of weather the next day. It was super windy, wasn't it? But you said something quite interesting to me the other day about how that day was really useful. Yeah, it was, it was super useful. So how we usually structure it, we surf in the in the, the first day uh, in the morning and get a bit of video footage and then go back and analyze that and then surf again for you know a couple of hours in the afternoon mm -hmm. just to work on those things. But, but because that first day was looking so great for the forecast, we just maximized the surfing on that day. So we did like to almost four hour sessions I think it was oh, like right. it was it was quite a, a lot of surfing which is cool so we got a ton of footage then and then the second day we did like a two hour surf in the in the morning really early we hit just before the wind come up okay and then we come back and we did like a four hour video analysis session and everyone yeah. got like a good you know half an hour 40 minute chunk of just mm. breaking down their technique and working on person by person which was fantastic for everyone and that was really what everyone was stoked about yeah because yeah, if you see yourself surfing oh, you can see it, it, oh yeah i mean because you you guys watch yourself surfing a lot unfortunately i get to see my technique yeah, a lot because yeah. when you're riding boards to review <laughs> and stuff and it, it's it's so valuable yeah. isn't it getting oh. that video analysis so, yeah, yeah i mean four or the six of them hadn't seen themselves riding before yeah, yeah. on a video so yeah that, i bet they thought did they were they like oh that's me or they like oh, wow i don't look too bad or well, we, we were discussing that they're like i've never seen myself in video before on the first day and i was like well you might be a bit shocked when you, when you first see it because you're like oh i thought that would turn me a lot bigger or something yeah, but, yeah. um but yeah even even at my level i look at it, i'm like oh i thought that was better yeah <laughs> yeah don't but look that, at your footage straight after your session i bet you're like that yes exactly you, know, you catch that waking man that was a killer way yeah, yeah. spray the surfers <laughs> behind me were getting sprayed in the face yeah. and all that sort of stuff come in watch the footage and like no, 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 that's not me. Skip next next video. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that is it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, exactly. you've got to do it a day later when you've forgotten yes. about that wave. That's right. And then it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think if you fancy doing a, a clinic, let us know because I think you had a great time, didn't you? It was it was really fun. Everyone seemed to have yeah. a good time and got, yeah. got a lot out of it. So And that, that really came about because people just got in touch. 
Mm. That's right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're probably going to have another one scheduled for April uh, and another one for May as well. So I think we're going to start kicking into gear next year and cool. And start doing yeah, that yeah. Here. I mean, that video analysis is great. Just yeah. have somebody filming you and then just go to the pub or have a drink and just watch yeah. it afterwards and realize how good or how bad or <laughs> what it really looks like. It's yeah. Very valuable. No, it's, it's like, yeah, you, you learn so much in those sessions, which is great. Right then, let's move on, let's move down. Well, we've been doing what's on Sotbottle World. We've, we've, we've been pimping it a bit. We've got a hell of a lot of tests that have gone out. We did a compact test, ice yep. up inflatable paddleboard compact test. Yeah, that was super, super, super interesting. Um, and uh, if you're into paddleboarding and want to go on a trip or something like that, those boards yep. are really interesting. And what the video does is just help people understand what type of one they can go for, what the options mm. are, and what our group of seven or eight testers found and yeah um yeah really really interesting there's some surprises in there wasn't there there was some surprises in there yeah, yeah. Um, um so the boards are from 400 pounds to 1500 pounds yeah and there's there's a lot of difference and the most expensive ones aren't the best that's basically the biggest surprise isn't it? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, but again all these tests we can't do them without our amazing testers and contributors that come uh quiver curve test that was me and you both that was good. talking about amazing contributors that's us um that was good fun that was great fun yeah yeah i forgot how many boards that was now we had seven seven one yeah seven yeah, yeah. Um, one of them is behind us yep. sonova that did quite well definitely think the best looking board i think it is it's yeah stunning. well finished it is it's really a wooden nice. podcasters it's a wooden polonia is it polonia probably is polonia <laughs> it is a very nice board but that that came so um i'm giving it away now i'm giving the results away <laughs> Oh, you gave it away. Okay, spoiler. So, so, spoiler, but that was a good fun. Quiver to that yeah. one board, you can sub surf and in multiple conditions and get the most out of. But still find it easy to stand on, but it still rips. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Big difference. Me and Lucy were jumping on the boards, but there was some that were easy to surf and there's some that we couldn't surf. Mm. The thing about when you watch bow surf is you can make anything work. <laughs> yeah. Um, almost anything. Almost anything. Oh, there is. There has been a point <laughs> where we had a couple. Yeah, yeah, there has been a couple. Like, I had a few. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when you put somebody on who's a slightly lower level, just slightly, uh, <laughs> it's it's very clear to see that actually, well, that's what I felt anyway. Bigger yeah. difference in performance. Yeah, it's interesting. I've had a few comments recently that my surfing's been too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. So thanks, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So um, I can totally see how beneficial it is for you know it's, it's, that intermediate. To advance rider to be yeah yeah to be riding the boards yeah you need and but it's interesting that one isn't it because you need to be able to be, have a, a, yeah. a level that people I think also people like to see the nailings the paddling on flat water we did have a comment about that somebody says they want to see more of us standing on the boards on flat water like not in the waves like off the front of here yes. on the estuary which would be really good seeing how the, the the volume is distributed in the board seeing how easy it's to turn you know that sort yeah. of stuff so we do need to do that with the mm -hmm. surf supping more. Mm -hmm. Even with the surf foiling, all of that sort of stuff, people need to see it close up. How it is with an eighty That's kilo, so true. seventy kilo. Or... Yeah, because we did a video. Um, Ruben and I did a video about the different uh, like infinity. The, wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah infinity and starboard. Yeah, same, same, same volume, same, same very volume, different. very different, very very different. You're above water on the infinity and below the yeah. water on starboard. Yeah. So we will do that. Thank you for that comment on that. So yeah, Quivertilla test. What other tests we had? Oh, another neat one. Uh, that I did the editing and filmed in the studio it was a whitewater test. Yeah, thank you so much to Beth Kirby for doing that. And and as a full, is it ten of them? Eleven testers. Eleven testers. Wow. Fifteen boards. So the second biggest test ever 
done. I won't say by us because we weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, um, it was helped by us, but yeah. Yeah, we kind of facilitated it, but Beth did an absolutely amazing job coordinating her um, group of 10 other testers, pulling that all together, um, fueled by Morrison's sandwiches, I think. Yeah, <laughs> up in Nottingham, home Hibont. Yeah. Um, so yeah, amazing it, white water course that for doing testing. That's yeah. like it's mm. like doing a wave pool of, of sup surfing or something, yeah. you know. Every stop is the same, every playway is the same. It's just like Yeah. And I think if you're thinking about getting into whitewater paddling, that test is absolute gold dust to watch because mm. you've got fifteen boards in there, all a bit different, and it basically identifies which boards are gonna suit your different categories of weight and level. Mm. Um, and then we've also highlighted, um, I think, about nine of our, our uh, favourites in those yeah. across those categories. So yeah, you can see what board you should buy for your weight and ability, basically. Um, really, really awesome test. Yeah, I, I want to come up and be involved in the next one. Yeah, yeah. At that low level rider. <laughs> a, a lot, a lot of people have asked um, asked on social media and um, through comments and stuff why our te our tests you have to pay for them. Um, so what what what's the reason on top of the pro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the main reason is because the brands can't argue about it. Yeah, it's going to be winners. There's going to be losers. You can't really. You've got to be at Sotboarder. We are the most independent. You know, when you review, do something, you review, you say it as it is, and this is the product for this person. But as soon as you bring another product in, you start bashing them head to head. Mm. Obviously, one's going to be better at something. The other one's going to be not as good at something. And it's just nice just to have a clear head. Mm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. This is how it is. Yeah. Bring in seven, five, 10, 15 boards, it starts to get even more complicated, doesn't it? It's purely funded by reader subscriptions. Yeah. So those those subscriptions come in and you're getting completely straightforward information yeah. about those boards. It's not it's not no one's getting a bit of a push up because they give us some money for some advertising or something. It's kept completely separate. Mm. And it kind of works because we get to see a lot of new brands that we don't have kind of different yeah. know, advertising relationships with and stuff like that. So everyone gets a chance to be included in the test because they don't all they have to do is send us a board. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's it's a great way to yeah. just get the right information out there for the right people. Yeah, I mean we still get a lot of complaints from from brands. You can't say that. Yeah, we already have. <laughs> yeah, we don't. You don't pay for it. We don't pay for it. Yeah. It's paid for by the readers. The brand doesn't see it. The, the brand video. has to pay for it. They, they don't see the video until it goes out anyway. No, then it's not the But yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun for the surfing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we do get to ride a lot of different... Like Snova, I mean, they, they don't do any... They don't support us in any other sort of advertising or any other financial way. Yeah. Um, but again, like the Subbottle Reviews, they're still honest, but if you start bringing the two boards into head-to-head, -head, there's going to be winners and losers. And that's when it's just a lot easier and it's just paid for by the readers. Mm. Everybody pays for something. <laughs> right what else have we got on there so we've got that with equipment to test longboards Bo you you had a really good video where mm. you were doing the Starbanu longboard range yes that was a lot of fun that was Big a lot of fun the board. yeah 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 and like a lot of other brands like really good to see that a new range coming out completely redesigned mm. uh, for 2024 for the Starboard longboards um, but off of that we did a Supporter Pro video about the differences um, oh yeah between the like design, design. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I found that video so, so interesting. And I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like massively into longboard surfing, but I'm a bit techie, and the explanation was amazing. Mm -hmm. Re really useful to help you understand what you should look for in your subsurf longboard. Yeah, exactly. So you know the widths of the nose and the tails and all yeah. that kind of stuff as well Super is cool. going to help you. So um, yeah, subscribe us up, Water Pro, and check it out. <laughs> <laughs>
God, Pip's going on there, but there's a lot of good content on there. Another one that was on there was Extra Juice with Aidan Nicholas that I did with the Armstrong pop-up, pump-up, pop-up, boiling. Forgotten about it already, what it's called. <laughs> yeah. We've got to get, I've got to get my terming sorted out. Uh, my first, oh yeah, you did the, um, Will's done a my, my, my first go on the ace where I tried yeah. to, so I basically tried to share my experience mm -hmm. because I was putting the pieces of the puzzle together and being like, okay, yeah, I did that wrong. I changed my paddle and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that one's worth signing up for a couple of years just to watch that one. <laughs> Uh, there's actually there's lots of other stuff, isn't it? You've done a video about Starboard Go versus the Starboard Smick Paradox. They're like two Starboard Smick Paradox. Starboard Smick. Oh yeah, Starboard. No, that's wrong. Sorry, Scotty. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Starboard. Yeah, the Smick Paradox. Yes. Um, which you're basically they're two pretty much all round boards pushing a bit more towards surf. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's no winners yeah. and losers there. They're just opposite. No, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. right board for you. Um. And actually, and of course, there's loads of other subboarder videos. I mean, God, the amount of videos we produce is phenomenal. Have a look at my editing sheet of all the standard stuff that we've been doing. I mean, yeah. this morning you were filming. What were you filming this morning? I was filming oh, doing the quarter fins, but also, yeah, another palm equipment. Palm yep. care of the equipment. I was doing an inflatable Aquatone re review yesterday. Really interesting. Sorry, Aquatone cheap price point, sister brand to Astron. Yep. So they've done an inflatable foil board and a cheap price point wing. Inflatable foil board, I really like it. So what type of money are you looking at for the package wing foil? And I don't actually know what the package price is. I should have found that out, but because they don't, they're not actually, some people are advertising with the Astron wing and the Aquatone board. But yeah. the Aquatone board itself is like 450, 430, oh, I should have been, So you're, probably, you're sub 1,500 quid to get into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And even the Astron wings it comes with, they're all right. I mean, the foils. The foils, yeah. But anyway, the inflatable board, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Anyway, not, not too, um, yeah, that's coming out on subboarder soon. But let's, is that enough of a pimp of what we've been doing? Yeah, yeah, loads of content. Just loads of content, loads of content. But meanwhile, what we've always been doing and we always do is answer questions from our readers. Mainly, we do them on YouTube, obviously, as well, but also from our subboarder pro readers on Ask the Experts, which is lots of questions every day, different disciplines, and we all get to answer different questions. So now we're going to highlight some of our questions to tell you what sort of questions we've been answering. Yeah, well, so a lot of these questions can help uh, yeah. a lot of a lot of a lot of you guys as well, um, help a lot of people. So, but it gives you a bit of a flavour for the type of support that we can give. Um, uh, but hopefully, you might get some account of what we're going to chat about. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm on the top of the list, but that doesn't mean it has to be. Shall I just go on with this? Yeah. Keep going. On One of them is is from Lucy, who who who. Obviously, works for us is pretty much the backbone of Supporter. She's um, probably doing the school run right now. But she did say, this is a really good question. She was asking about what to wear on your feet when it gets cold. Now, we've spoken about this a bit in the surf. This is more for flat water, paddle boarding, touring, keeping yeah. your feet dry. So you've got a couple options. You've got the waterproof socks, wetsuit boots, the classic one, barefoot. Um, and there's another shoe that I'm going to say, which has been very popular. And it's from our tester, Donna. You know exactly which shoe it is. Now, if you want dry, warm feet, but you want to have a thin-soled shoe to use on your board, you for better feel, for better feel, the poke boot. Yeah, it's, like, it's boot. like a skin-tight welly. It's like Ooh. a skin. She, she's yeah, had them. Cool. She first has tested stuff with us what three years ago. She's had them a long time. Yeah. Earlier, what do you call it? What would you say? Earlier doctor. Mm -hmm. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those boots are great for mm -hmm. super flexible. Flat water, they're a welly, they come up to, we'll put a, 
a screen on the shot, mm -hmm. you know, shot on the screen. Um, screen on the shot. So that's a good one to look at if you definitely otherwise waterproof socks, seal skins. I like dry feet. Um, and the ultimate still, I think, is um, palm dry trousers with built-in socks, mm. as well as getting cold. Because e really well. even if you put on like six mil um, wetsuit boots, if your feet get wet, mm. they still end up getting cold, don't they? After an hour and a half paddling, because you're not moving your feet, you're staying in the same place, just getting cold. So I think you want to keep them dry, really. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely you get a lot more questions about that in the, the autumn winter months. Um, and the one I've already answered, which which was the question I loved on YouTube, what's the point in paddling onto the foil on flat water? I've already answered that one, but yeah, yeah. great training for the other sides of the sport. But yeah, when he, when they asked me that, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. It does look a bit stupid. It's I can only do it about twenty something seconds. Something to do on a cold, wet Friday night. Mm. Yeah, but, but it is it, it's funny when you look at some of these sports, and I'm even a put sup in the early days when I first looked at it, I was like. Is that really what's that? And then I do it, and I'm like, oh, actually, it's different. It's much better mm. than that. Mm. There's a lot of technique involved. It's that's quite yeah. good, though, isn't it? So that was um. Well, there's only I mean hundreds of questions. That was only two. What? Because I want to move on. I've got lots of questions to get through. Uh, would you guys want to go next? Will Bo? What's one of your top? I'll, I'll go with one Will, of mine. Yeah. Um, uh, chap called Sean, uh, new to paddleboarding, um, and actually got in touch, um, signed up to pro, because he's like. I am getting so confused, guys. Like, can you give me some advice that isn't just trying to sell something? So, like, I think a lot of people getting into paddleboarding, he'd gone onto Facebook groups. They Ooh, are littered with good. people who are just trying to sell you something, um, unfortunately. And he actually said to me, which I thought was a bit sad, he felt people were trying to manipulate him Ooh. to buying what they wanted him to buy. And, um, and I think that's a, a big issue at the moment because everyone is actually quite keen to sell because they've all got to make a living. They've all got to sell the stuff. And there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of options out there. And um, he, he basically just wanted some, some honest, independent advice on what he should buy. Um, and uh, I just said, well, tell me what you've been told and what your options are. Um, and it was between two brands, not going to mention the brands. Um, and I just gave him you know, brands that we've reviewed. So we're in a good position to be able to comment. And I just sort of... Um, let's say just cut through the crap, cut mm. through the marketing crap, mm. because something what was being said is good by one brand or bad against the other brand was really just um, sales chat mm. and gave him the tools, I think, to be able to make the decision for himself based on good, solid information. And um, uh, it's, it's a bit of a pimp for, for Supporter Pro, really. But out there, everyone's trying to sell something. We don't sell anything. No. Apart from Subwater Pro <laughs> subscriptions, <laughs> but we will generally just give you really good, honest advice that we're not, we don't care what you buy. We just want you to buy the right thing for you, and yeah. we don't want people to be ramming the wrong information down your throat. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a good one to bring up, um, just because it helps really show about that. You know, honest. We're not yeah. trying to sell anything. So I think yeah, if you're new to a sport. Obviously, our sup sup is our main sport. There's a yeah, massive. Where do you start? Yeah, uh, actually, winging. Let's put that in there. It's a massive thing. Where do you start? Foiling. Oh, you know, there's so much stuff out there. I do, I do. That's why I enjoy this job because I know that we do actually really make a difference to people mm. buying the right kit. Yeah, and even on a non-pro the sup border level, you know, you're still getting honest. As I said, you're still getting honest feedback 
yeah. we're not selling. That's the great thing about doing a video. You can sell the product to the person that's right for the board, not mm -hmm. that person that's watching the video. Maybe it, they it just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like any, I yeah. think that question made me because um, we answer a lot of questions, and before we do this one, we go through what we've answered. Or I go through what I've answered, and like, oh, what's the best one to bring up? And I was just like. You know, you're new to a sport and you're just getting bombarded with all this information of people buy mine, buy mine. Mm. And I'm really pleased that Sean found us because I just said, well, that's what I think about that one. That's what I think about that one. And I kind of just let him make this, make mm. up his mind. Mm. Um, but yeah. And it's not all that all the brands are bad. It's just that if one says, if one puts a hand up who's actually got the good board, they just sound like everybody else, don't they? Yeah, yeah, Mine, yeah. Mine's, yeah, mine's so different, just... it's got this and this, and but mine's different. It's like, oh no, his, yeah. his, what they are saying is right. I think the so Facebook groups are quite a scary place to be as a, as a beginner though, trying to buy your first thing because everyone will say, buy mine, and then they'll be slating someone else's as well. And it's, it's yeah. a bit, it's a bit messy like that. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like the forums of the old days when it all got a bit bitchy and, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in that position. Well, we might be in that position because somebody might take this video and then we might be there on the Facebook page <laughs> and they might be slating us. Yeah, cool. Which is great because I don't use Facebook. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting, nice mm -hmm. nice comment to help on that. Well, um, moving on from yes. that, I'll do a question yeah, yeah, cool. that we had come in. Um, so yeah, kind of relating back to beginners getting into the sport and you know, there's so much to think about. I had a question on YouTube come in. It was on a, on a surf specific video, but it actually relates to all different disciplines of SUP. It was about uh, the differences in construction of boards and mm. what, what it actually feels like on the water between, you know, that top carbon board mm. or the kind of lowest entry level, a more affordable construction option. I think I've had a question on pro about race boards with this. Probably. Separate, look, mm -hmm. the sort of stuff we get over cross pollinate, you know, there's loads of stuff. So you had this in surf? I had this in surf, okay. and yeah, just what the difference between that carbon board and maybe like a you know, PVC kind of yeah. sandwich might be. Yeah. And, and just the differences though. in feel. Mm. And it, is it going to be such a noticeable difference or could I, you know, do I have to spend double or sometimes yeah. more than double um, the price to get a high performing board? Mm. The answer is like, they're, all, they're both the same shape. So, that's a, it's a good starting point that they're both the same shape. You know, they're going to you know, perform similarly on the water. Um, obviously, the carbon versions are going to be a lot lighter, which is going to give you a lot more response. Mm -hmm. It's going to give you a bit more, I guess, maneuverability as well, less swing weight too, because mm -hmm. possibly a little bit lighter in weight. Um, but then again, you're still going to get the same feel from yeah. you know, the lower construction. Um, and the video was actually on the starboard, so they did the, the blue carbon and the limited series which is their whiteboards um just the long board just on the longboard yeah. one yeah and i actually pref i actually the the new shape in the longboard was in the limited that we got the nine five yeah, and i actually yeah. preferred riding that to the the carbon because sometimes really? a bit of weight's nice isn't it particularly yeah, in longboard that's true yeah. i'm not 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 know much about longboarding but <laughs> yeah, yeah like, right, what i've heard yeah. is that you sometimes know. weight's a bit good exactly yeah yeah very yeah. true for gliding getting on the waves early and stuff. Yep. yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. it used to be in the old days i thought the shapes were different i'm talking 12 Plus years ago, like I yeah. remember having a, I don't think a starboard's fault or anything, but I remember having a starboard pro shape. That was a pro then. It was the carbon. Anyway, it was a mm -hmm. carbon board, and I remember having a, seeing a starboard the same one, and the rails weren't as oh, right. fine. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the paint was on top of the extra layers right. on. And mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the case, but I don't think that is the case anymore. It's the case very anymore. different. Yeah. It's like the shape it is is the shape it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember. Um, uh, 
Bluefin used to get a lot of, um, lot of grief for having heavy ice ups, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but actually, I remember when I used them, I was like, this heavy thing is good in some instances because it mm. once you get it going, it powers through some chop and it would be great on a downwinder because it had a little bit of, you know, it's just, it just keep going. Mm. So I don't think every, every like construction kind of characteristic, weight, stiffness, has a pro and a con. And it's about understanding what you need as a rider. Um, you might be limited by your price point, mm -hmm. right? But you've just got to understand what, why might that be bad? Why might that be good? And is that right for what I need? Mm. Exactly right. And that's yeah. the thing, price comes into it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, if, if you know you can't reach to that, that yeah, top yeah. construction, you're going to get a good board. Yeah, yeah. And those that limited construction from starboard is is really nice price. Right. Yeah, it is really mm. good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like we were saying before, some good deals under a thousand pounds for yeah. some mm. brand new boards out there. Which is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming on to a question where construction, I think, does matter is on foils, mm. where I really do oh, think yeah, you yeah. get a different feel with carbon versus aluminium and stiffness. Um, that's not really the, the my questions came in from a chap called Anton who said that he felt that a Astron foil fuselage, mm -hmm. so therefore the wings that would attach to it, were exactly the same as a North product. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, really? So I did some digging on it and he did some digging on it. We emails going back and forth. And then I actually spoke to a, a couple of shops, contacts and shops. It turns out they are. They're exactly the same. Are they? Yeah. Which is. Well, we haven't used North, to be fair, before this app, this question comes up because we yeah, yeah. spotted it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we haven't actually used Never it seen it. But, but, and I think what um, what was really interesting for me and why, again, why I brought this one up is because. When you're buying into foils, um, I think often if you're buying into a lower price point foil or an entry level, or probably a lower to mid price point foil, you might actually always be buying into just an OEM product from a factory. So mm -hmm. it's something that many brands can buy into. When you're buying into a brand like Axis over there, Armstrong, F1, can you think of any others? Or quite a, quite a few, there's quite a few of the specialist boutique. Brands, yeah, you're, they they are actually developing those products from nothing to Scratch. something. So yeah. they're not just going to a factory and finding something, maybe tweaking it a bit. They're designing all of their connections together, and that mm. was sort of how the conversation with Anton developed in terms of well, that's how it how it works. And I think as a consumer, you've got to be aware of that um, mm. because you might be buying into the brand um at a particular price point but it might be exactly the same as something that's a different price point even the material though could the material could be different layout carbon it, it, aluminium it could be it could but there's an aluminium i suppose the aluminium grade could be different mm. but um essentially they were all compatible and it uh, maybe it's just a bit of an enlightening and how the industry works mm. a lot of these brands are just going to a factory and saying give me a i need a foil that fits this spec mm. and they're like yeah that works all right cool um, mm -hmm. They they probably to be fair they probably put their own mark on it to some extent mm -hmm. but um, something something that's what you get for buying into a a foil that's two thousand pounds versus yeah thousand pounds. All right, let's start to wrap this video podcast up because I know we're getting a bit longer. But let's see, is there any other trends or things that you want to speak about before we finish off on this before show? I had a quite an interesting conversation with a brand that. And made me think quite a lot and it's probably worth sharing um the brand was asking has had been getting a lot of requests from its customers to replace leashes 
um, after perhaps a year, two years, because as many of you will know, ISUPs generally come with two, three, or even five year warranties. Mm -hmm. And the brand said, we don't think we should be replacing leashes because it's, the warranty is really on the board. Yeah. And a leash is a piece of safety equipment that will deteriorate over time and really is the responsibility for the rider. Mm. So which um, we had a bit of a conversation about it. And mm. I, I, I think we agree mm. with, with that. Well, I think me and Bo, like from a surfing point of view, we're replacing leash. Oh, I'd love yeah. to get a free leash. You <laughs> 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 from like every day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah you can like, spend a lot of money on Every six yeah. months I'll replace a yeah, leash yeah. Yeah. before it breaks. That's the big thing I'm going to bring up here. It's before the leash breaks. No point replacing it when it breaks because you're already in the poop at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially I, if you're doing downwinding or using an ice up yeah. on a windy day. This is yeah. not the sort of stuff you want to be yeah. mucking about with. Yeah, I mean, you, you want to be looking at, at least looking at that kit every six months or probably a quick visual check every session make sure there's no big cracks or breaks in that again piece. especially if you're foiling you get any yeah, yeah, yeah. put any foil sharp fins sup fins the same yeah, yeah. Fins. yeah but from an all-round point of view it's a like a bit like checking the oil in your car which your car can kind of do for you now or checking the water or checking the tires it's kind of your responsibility to mm. make sure that those that key piece of safety equipment i.e your leash is up to standard and yeah. i would say you definitely want to be replacing it every, every year particularly mm. if you're using it a lot if you're not using it a lot, it's just sitting there and the material that it's made of is probably just going to be degrading and stuff like that. So Unfortunately, it, it might be yeah, sat in a cold garage and that will cause it to perish. So yeah, it's you've got to take it seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could you could keep it for maybe the light wind flat water paddling around a bay day. Yeah. But when you, you're going out on some morphalon stuff, yeah. put proper leash on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, so, and they do, unfortunately they do, do fall apart and, um, and yeah, and SUP safety is, is, a, is an important thing. If you don't know about the importance of wearing a leash, make sure you check out SUP safe. SUP safe, lots of videos on there. Yeah, and uh, do you want to know some stats on SUP safe? Mm. Oh, we've got some stats. Yeah, because I, I was just having a look out. SUP safe is a series of nine videos that we've got on YouTube to help people paddle safer and learn everything they need to know to be safe on the water as yeah. a stand-up paddler. If you're worried you about what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to, check it out. It's had 65,000 views, 4,000 111 hours of watch time so wow. that makes me wow. feel very good that we put the effort in to do it because mm. that's a lot of hours of helping people be safe on the water mm. yeah um but please recommend it to people because i think it is a really good resource and definitely uh, going back to these facebook groups if yeah. you see a lot of these people that are going out and you know offshore winds you know we've got we've got all that covered winds tides offshore wind different videos just yeah. put some on there because i know those sort of videos in those sort of places are the things where they need to be shared mm. because they're the prime yeah, a lot of information that isn't being yeah and a final thing um i think it's worth shout out because i saw it on a video call um a couple of weeks ago i think today the new foil drivers come out Ooh. which i yet to try it but it is a massive step up okay and foil drive for people who aren't sorry yeah knowing what foil drive is foil drive we're not going to call it e-foiling because I don't think it is e-foiling. It's kind of hybrid foiling. So it's a motor that goes on that can retrofit onto your existing foil and board. So check it out because I believe it's been released today. If it hasn't, we might have to delay the release of this or you'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing. Uh, much more integrated solution. Very excited. Really hope we'll be able to do something with that because I can see it fitting into everybody's foiling. Um, going mm -hmm. forward not just a beginner I think it could fit into yeah 
you know, is this uh, assisting you getting up on the foil? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's like a motor that goes onto the mast. You have a trigger and you get up without having to paddle. So we don't have to do that paddling, feeling okay. sick thing. <laughs> yeah. And, right. Okay. But right. I, I kind of feel that there's, and I think foil drive do also think this as well, that now that they've kind of taken it to the, the next step, it's so much more integrated and it's something that can be a part of your foiling thing throughout your foiling journey. It's not just a lunchbox bolted a strap yeah. onto the board, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah, cool. Amazing. It's, yeah. And it's really good. Thanks, thanks for the four well, drive guys for showing it. Oh, for me. we pimped it. Can we get one now? Well, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Send us one. Can we have one, please? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to have a go on that. Um, <laughs> that sounds that sounds great. Also, what sounds great? I don't know if you can hear the rain again. It's raining. It's getting heavier. We're all going to be swept away. High tides later. <laughs> but we've got lots of subs, so we'll be alright. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, we'll, well. Our cars are on the beach. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Actually, exactly. yeah. so if the tide's coming in. We need to get yeah. out of it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Okay, they better go. Thank you very much for watching and listening. I hope you found it interesting and informative. Um, go sign up to Subwater Pro if you haven't already. Then I can buy a jumper. So next time it'll be warmer. Um, <laughs> uh, it's sitting on it. No, 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 no yeah, oh, no. it's a bit cold. Anyway, but yeah, I hope you found this video or podcast interesting. And um, thanks for joining. Should we see you next time? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.